Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and we are back. And now we are going to talk about how can you lose weight and keep it off? What's the path to lifelong weight management? My guest is Dina Solomon. She's a PhD, and her book is Immaculate Consumption, The the Path to Lifelong Weight Management. (laughs) Dina Solomon is a licensed clinician with more than 30 years of experience in the field of weight loss and weight management. She has helped hundreds of clients to meet their weight loss goals. And she previously served on the California Board of Behavioral Science Examiners and held the title of Expert Examiner. And you can log on to dinasolomon.com, D-E-E-N-A, solomon.com. Welcome, Dina. It's so good to be here. Thank you for this opportunity. Yeah. What a great title of your book. I mean, I just love it. Immaculate Consumption. Thank you. People won't forget that. So let's, um, you know, let's talk about this. I mean, people are trying to lose weight and they lose it, but it's, you know, if we look at the percentage of people that lose weight and keep it off right. for years permanently, I bet the percentage is not large. What do you think? Um, it's actually about 98% failure rate. Really? I didn't know it was that much. Yes, I really didn't. Uh, Dr. Uh, Stunker did the initial um, uh, uh, 1958, and it's pretty consistent since then. Wow, and yet what the program that you offer, this program of, of lifelong weight management, you have an 84% success rate compared to the approximately 5% with most diets. That's, that's really large. Yes, it is. Uh, that 84%, what that statistic means is that there are six behaviors. This is the research that I did for my dissertation uh, after several years. Anyway, there's six behaviors that if people exhibit these behaviors, there's an 84% probability of successful outcome after a two-year follow-up. So what I've been doing for 30 years is um, helping people Exhibit those behaviors. <laughs> I'll talk about some of them in a moment, actually. And the, um, the program itself, it's a cognitive behavioral treatment. Uh, the goal of cognitive behavioral therapy, it breaks down emotionally driven dependencies and behaviors, mm-hmm. and it's replacing them with behaviors driven by rational choices. It's problem-focused and action-oriented. So the purpose Mm -hmm. of the book is to teach people processing skills and coping mechanisms. Mm. Do you think a lot of the problem, Dina, is that people eat for emotional comfort? Do you think that's a big piece of it? Patricia, I think that what's most important, if if, if what, what I want people to walk away from today is that most diets are based on the medical model of disease, which means overconsumption, overeating, is a disease that has to be cured. 
Mm. I've been um, focusing on, for myself also, by the way, I've kept off 70 pounds since 1980. I go into my, and in the book a a bit, I've kept off 70 pounds since 1980. And Mm. what I've come to believe for myself and everybody that I work with is that food in the mouth is a sedative. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry Mm. to break this to people, but it works. So the key is to depathologize. It's de. It's getting away from the emotion when you're attempting to self-soothe with food. Right. Right. You have to learn, you have to learn how to do that. But mm-hmm. the key then is to appreciate that food in the mouth. It's it's normal as an attempt to make yourself feel better. You need to learn how to do that. Mm. So it is an emotional. It it is very much you you overeat because it makes you feel good. Emo- it's it's like an addiction, right? It's it's something you go to that may not be good for you in the long run, but it feels good at the time. Does that make? Does that? Does that sound right? I, I hear what you're saying. What I prefer, though, I I prefer not to use the word addiction. Uh, okay. For a very very specific reason. When we talk about addiction, um, heroin, uh, cocaine. Addiction is a, number one, it's, it's almost a character deficit, isn't it? And with, mm. with addiction, you need to do everything to prevent a relapse. Um, mm-hmm. If I have a patient who's, who's stayed away from heroin for a couple of years, if she, if she uh, is under stress and she's going to go take a shot, she could die from that. Uh, it could be, too, it could be um, too strong or the needle could have AIDS. I could mm-hmm. do a 150, I'll have them come and um, keep her <laughs> under safe lock and key for a couple of days. You have to prevent a relapse, unlike what immaculate consumption teaches, and that is that um, rather than a relapse, there is a 100% probability that you're going to deviate away from your goal, whatever that goal is. There's a 100% probability that there's going to be emotional eating. There's going to be overeating. So the, if there is a miracle of what it is that I teach is that when indeed you deviate away from what you're trying to accomplish, what do you need to do to get back on track again? So the whole focus, really, what, what this system is, it takes off where the others leave you, and that is what happens when I do go off track? What happens with dieting? You're eating taboo foods. Mm-hmm. With, with this system, I'm not telling people what to eat. You're researching what you need to do, and there are times where it's not going to work. There's times that you have a regression. So the key then is when you learn the management of regressions, that's where permanent habit formations come from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So walk us through, Tina, walk us through um, a process here. Uh, a person comes in, a patient, client comes in, they really want to, not just lose weight, but they want to keep it off. So what would be the steps? You know what I'd like to do? I, what I'd like to do is give an, exactly, uh, I'd like to give an example. Um, most of the people that I've worked with for close to 40 years have been pre, during, and post 
menopausal women. <laughs> that's the uh, most population I've worked with. Now, mm-hmm. as example, and I being one of them, by the way, you know, this, this is a program that I do for myself. So when I, when I, whenever I'm sharing uh, information, it's, it's, I've been a single subject researcher myself. I've been doing this. But whatever I suggest, please check out what I'm about to say with your doctor. It's really important. But this is um, one person that I was working with came in, and she was going through, she was just hitting upon menopause, and she started to notice that she was blowing up. She, 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 um, the way she had attempted to lose weight before wasn't working. Well, one of the things that's important to know during menopause is um, hormones, estrogen especially, when you're trying to lose weight, estrogen controls water balance in your body. So what she was having a problem with also, as you begin to get older, your bladder doesn't, isn't as efficient. So mm-hmm. when she was out, whenever she was out, she, was very, uh, she developed almost a phobia for drinking water because she didn't want to have to go to the bathroom all the time. Mm-hmm. I have this theory that I imparted to her. It's called uh, Little Sips. <laughs> and that mm-hmm. is, and that, uh, it, it works in that whenever you're around, you, you, you take a bottle of water with you. You don't have to do big gulps. If you take little sips of water all day long, there's a way of staying hydrated But your body has a way to expel that water through talking, through sweating, through perspiration, so you don't have to pee as much. So that's an example. After working with her, this was one behavior that she felt bad about, the swelling and the not drinking. Not drinking uh, water, which she knew was was important for her, was was a concern. So through doing the program, through paying attention to your behaviors, you're able to better, you're able to figure out skills to better take care of yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because you understand. You're understanding what your body needs. Exactly, and it's very idiosyncratic. It's very unique to the individual. I mean, it's a very... It's a, it's a strategic program. It's based on mm-hmm. two basic principles. One of them is based on salivary. Uh, there's a reason that pa- uh, Ivan Pavlov won the Nobel Prize in 1904. He researched salivary response. And this program, um, the beginning, the first couple of weeks, addresses the salivary response. And the mm-hmm. second part of it is it's called contingency management operant conditioning, and that is you begin to research the consequence of your behaviors. If something Mm -hmm. feels good, you're going to do it. If you feel punished, you're not going to do it. So in the simplicity, when you have information available, and that's done through a very specific ledger, it's four or five columns, but I teach people how to analyze the data from that from their own behaviors made mm. visible through the ledger. Yeah, very good. Yeah, that's that's excellent. 
Excellent. We're going to take a break. So tell people, and when we come back, we're going to hear more from Dr. Dina Solomon about her book, Immaculate Consumption, The Path to Lifelong Weight Management. And she will talk more about the tools that you can use uh, to really help you have this new approach to weight loss and to keeping it off. So again, uh, Dr. Solomon is a licensed clinician with, with more than 30 years of experience in the field of weight loss and weight management. And you can go to dinasolomon.com. Um, we'll be right back. Right here on the Voice America channel, Variety Channel on voiceamerica.com. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. There are so many ways to get your message out into the world. Why wouldn't you use as many media outlets as possible to promote your book, your business, or your brand? So how will you do it? Where will you start? I'm Paula Rizzo. And I'm Terry Gispicio. Join us every week on Lights, Camera, Expert, Unleash Your Expertise. We'll show you how to get the media attention you and your brand deserve. Listen every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Well, hello, everyone. And we are back. And we are talking about lifelong weight management. We're not talking about diets. We're not talking about quick fixes. We're talking to Dr. Dina Solomon, PhD, and her book is Immaculate Consumption, The Path to Lifelong Weight Management. Dr. Dina Solomon is a licensed clinician with over 30 years of experience in the field of weight loss and weight management, and she's helped hundreds of clients to meet their weight loss goals. Welcome back, Dina. 
Thank you. All right. All right. Tell us some more tools of what we can do to keep the weight off as a lifelong practice. Terrific. Um, The the one behavior and what I'm about to describe is for people who have 5, 10, 15, maybe 20 pounds to lose. After that, I believe that you, I, I do believe you need facilitation. You, you do need, you need, you need somebody to, to help you research coping strategies. But if you wanted to lose 5, 10, 15, 20 pounds, this is how you can do it. And that is to appreciate with cognitive behavioral, cognitive, cognitive is inner chatter. It's how we talk to yourself. Behavior is very action-oriented. You know, there's a wonderful book that I highly, highly recommend. Actually, if, if you're planning on getting my book, I think you should get this one also. And it's called Tools by Dr. Phil Schultz. I'm sorry, Schultz and Barry Michaels. And what this book is about is how to get out of your head. They talk a lot about attitudes, how attitudes are the result of thoughts and feelings that are inside your head. The key, though, is attitudes are not what affect behavioral changes. They're not strong enough, but this is. What I'm about to describe is Pavlov's research, salivary response. So the one, one behavior that people do is they find, they find a food. They find a food that, that is problematic. I take one bite. Uh, it's hard to stop. This is something that I feel bad about. And you make a decision to give up that one food. And this, mm-hmm. is, where, this is where I see deviates from diets. Rather than giving up a whole bunch of stuff, by focusing on one particular food, what will happen is that in three weeks, if you, if you what Pavlov talks about, break the association, if you stop eating that food, by the end of three weeks, you're going to lose the craving for it. So a food that was so problematic (laughs) is now within your control to not eat. You're calming down the salivary response. You are what they call scientifically extinguishing the craving response. That one behavior accomplishes two things. Number one, you get up a lot of calories, but the other thing that it does is it gives you a sense of control of something that three weeks ago was not. So what mm-hmm. happens is it be, you begin to experience what's called an internal locus of control. So rather than relying on the scale, the scale is important. The scale, the scale is the beginning of research. The scale is very good for what I call the goal achievement stage of losing weight. But the problem is that the, st- the scale is external. It's outside yourself. It's highly visible, which makes external reinforcers very powerful to change behaviors. But all the research to date has shown that external reinforcement does not persist over time. You need to develop internal strategies. So as an example, if you want to run your own experiment, 
find out that one food. Now, my suggestion is, <laughs> I've had people want to give up radishes. Be honest mm. with yourself. Ask yourself, listen, if you want to lose weight and keep it off the rest of your life, what is one food or one behavior? I had a friend once who um, I, I liked her very much, but she used to sabotage me. She used to try to get me to eat. And so I realized I had to give up eating with Mary because it was problematic. So what you want to do is focus on one behavior where you could take responsibility and determine one thing that is irrefutable, how you're taking care of yourself. And I have found that that's good for a 5, 10, 15, if you're really honest with yourself, maybe Mm -hmm. to down weight loss. Now, after that three weeks, you're going to find that the stimulus, the food that was so potent, that had such an effect on you, all of a sudden, it's not, it's not seducing mm-hmm. you into mm-hmm. eating it. So mm-hmm. that's the time where you want to make a decision. Right. Can you and are you willing to give up that one food mm-hmm. permanently? And mm-hmm. what, um, my food in um, 19, 1983, was the last time I ate chocolate. Um, the last chocolate I ate was Easter Sunday. Somebody, I'm Jewish, and somebody handed me an Easter basket with the green uh, grass on it with mm-hmm. a two-and-a-half-pound chocolate Easter egg. And she asked if I'd like a knife, and I thanked her very much, and I proceeded to eat a two-and-a-half-pound chocolate Easter egg. It oh, took, wow. It took that behavior to show me, you know what? I think it might be time. So um, that's the last time that I ate chocolate in 1983. So that would be one very specific behavior. And now because what's going to happen is you want to make your body an ally. This is from William James, 1893, that habits are the flywheel of society. You want to make as automatic as you can behaviors that will enable you to go on to higher functioning. Make your body an ally rather than a perpetual craving response. By giving up one item, you will begin to experience a sense of control. For me, it's, for me it started a sense of control that I had never experienced in my life. Mm, amazing. Wow. I would also like to make sure that we give the website correctly here. It's drdinasolomon.com. Dr. D-E-E-N-A Solomon, S-O-L-O-M-O-N.com. No, Patricia, um, I, I, I appreciate so what you're doing when um, um, Callan Kimmy is uh, somebody that uh, helped get me on your program. And before I went on, I went on to a couple of your podcasts, and I listened to you, and I listened to what your mission is, and I mm-hmm. just, I said to myself, this is a person that, I, that, I'd, that I'd like to talk to, so I oh, also so appreciate what, what your commitment is, giving, giving back to the universe, isn't that, isn't that what we need to do? Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. And you're doing it too, Dina. You're doing it with your work. And I really appreciate your comments. Just tell us your closing thoughts. What would you like to leave our listeners with? We've got about one minute. 
my closing thought is if you're going to attempt to lose weight, whether it's this system or any other system, within the first two weeks, whatever you're doing, you need to be able to say 100%, you know what, with the way that I'm eating, I'm enjoying myself, I'm getting my needs met, I'm losing weight, and I could do this for the rest of my life. If you Mm -hmm. cannot say that, stop it, because it's never going to work for you. All right. And people can find you at your website, and you do workshops and consultations by phone as well. Uh, uh, Yes, I do, of course. All right. All right. Wonderful. Again, drdenasolomon.com, D-E-E-N-A, Solomon.com. Thanks so much, Stan Line for a minute. Thanks so much for being on the program, Dina. It was wonderful. Wonderful. Thanks for your work. Thank you. All right, folks, remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Find me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. Find me on my website, patriciaraskin.com. Write to me, Patricia at patriciaraskin.com, and I'll put you on my newsletter list so you can see the programs that I'm doing. All right, until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.